Welcome to Chasing Ballgame, the newest sports betting podcast that is sweeping the nation. My name is Jimmy Brown, and I'll be your host for this rapid-fire free-for-all for a football Monday. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I just really quickly want to describe the show for those of you who are new. Uh, first of all, I appreciate you listening. Second of all, Chasing Ballgame, the concept is really simple. It, it promotes the fans. The show is all about you, the listener. Um, it highlights what you do because if you're a fan, if you like sports, if you like betting on sports, then you are going to have the best information because you know your local beat writers, you listen to the local radio, so you have the best information. What I do is highlight that. I highlight the fan who goes after that information, and that's what this show is really all about. It's quick. It's to the point. I always have some sort of pick or bold prediction, so there's always a reason to tune in. And again, I know your time is precious, so I get right to the point. Usually 15 minutes or less. I'll give you a perfect example for this show. For this show, I'm going to uh, run down a few things that I'm going to cover. I'm going to give you the real headlines that you should be paying attention to in the NFL. I'm going to break down the box. That's breaking down the box score of a few of the games that you may have watched the other night. I will show you a line watch for a college football. Then I will share a trend of the day that I got from a chaser. And then, of course, two picks for the Monday night football games. Real quick. So let's get started. The real headline, if you watched or listened to anything to do with the Seattle Seahawks and the St. Louis Rams game, you will know that the headline you're hearing about now is how the coaching call uh, on two plays, one the onside kick to start overtime, and then the other one, the short yardage call. Basically, the Seahawks had it with fourth and one uh, to try to tie the game up. They were stuffed, so everybody compares that to the Super Bowl. Everybody talks about the bad coaching call. That's the wrong headline. If you really want to know what the real headline is, it's how bad the Seattle Seahawks were on defense and the problems they had with their offensive line. Look, the Rams scored over 30 points just once last season. That was against the Raiders when they put up a 50-burger. Now they torched the so-called Legion of Boom. And really, they moved almost at will, you know, putting up a bunch of points. And the Seattle offense, their offensive line was horrible. Now I talked about this in the last show. Seattle's going through a lot of problems right now with their offensive line. They have a new right guard. They're trying to replace uh, Max Unger. Uh, under center, and it showed a lot. They allowed six sacks. It shows that Seattle's yet to figure out the line, and of course, it probably contributed to why they couldn't make that short run, right? Make sure you know the real headline, and this takes some time. Really, you got to just dig in the weeds, kind of do some investigation on your own, and get through some things, which is what I really do in the segment that I call breaking down the box. That's where I break down the box score of certain games. For example, the Cowboys and the Giants. This could have been another game that you could have considered a uh, you know false headline, I guess, because everybody was talking about how the Giants had it and they blew it. And sure, maybe so, but if you look at the stats, the Cowboys kind of own this game, right? 436 yards for the Cowboys, just 289 yards uh, for the Giants. They really dominated in almost every category when you're looking at it. They only had three penalties. Of course, they own the time of possession, 37 minutes to just 22 uh, minutes for the Giants. So... Maybe they should have won this game. Maybe they shouldn't have pulled it out. But in reality, to me, the Cowboys were the dominant game. Another game I wanted to break down the box score was Tennessee and uh, Tampa Bay. Obviously, the big story here was the rookie quarterbacks. Everybody talked about it. Mariota put up four touchdowns. Huge deal. Jameis Winston picked six on his first uh, attempt in the NFL. So that's a pretty big deal, right? Don't jump to conclusions. That doesn't mean anything. In fact, last quarterback to throw a pick six on his first throw in the NFL, Brett Favre. So if Jameis Winston's going to end up being Brett Favre, he's doing some things all right. Take a look at the box score. Tennessee gained 309 yards. Buccaneers, 273. 
Tennessee had 21st downs, Tampa Bay 16. That doesn't show a lopsided score like uh, the end game would result. However, the thing that stood out to me, Tampa Bay had 12 penalties, 97 yards. Look, they led the league or close to it in penalties last year. The fact that they haven't got that fixed is a bit disturbing, something to keep an eye on. Now, I told you we go fast and furious on this show, and that's what it's all about. Now I'm going to go into what I like to call the line watch. Vegas uh, and online sports books, they put out their lines. There's something to watch. Sometimes if there's a line to get on early, I like to talk about it, and there is, and this one is in college football. I want to talk about the Arkansas Razorbacks. The Arkansas Razorbacks had probably the worst outing uh, last week when they lost to Toledo in a major upset. The game was in Little Rock. It's like a home game for Arkansas. Unbelievable. Now Arkansas host Texas Tech. They open up as a 9.5 point favorite. That line was bumped up to 11 right now. Look, get on Arkansas and get on Arkansas now. Uh, head coach uh, Brett Bielema said, look, we've really got to look at our red zone package. They struggled in the red zone against Toledo, which means they're going to try to put up points and a lot of points. And being able to run the football has to be first and foremost. He said that. They leaned on the pass too much. Arkansas is going to get back to what they're doing best, and that's running the football. They've got basically this is their season. They can't afford to lose another game, but this one is more important than others because they have to show that they're still in the hunt. They have to show that they're still a team to watch. And take a look at some of these other teams that had bad losses. Stanford lost to Northeastern or Northwestern in the first game. They came back with a resounding win over Central Florida. Penn State lost to Temple in an upset uh, a loss in the first week. They came back with a big win over Buffalo. So teams that have these upset kind of losses bounce back. But you're going to lose value if you wait too long on this line. So if you could catch that 9.5, please go get it. If not, get that 11. Easy peasy. Let's keep moving. Now I want to talk about what I like to call the trend of the day. I lean out to my good friend, Scotty. He's a Cowboys chaser, and what I mean by that is he loves the Cowboys, and he likes to watch the games. He gets information from it. And look, when you're a chaser, I don't care where you get the information from. I don't care if it's ESPN. I don't care if it's radio, television. I don't care if it's your, your Uncle Bob who loves the Cowboys. I love this information, so please submit it to me. Um, at Chasing Ball Game, if you want to get me on Twitter, where I share most of this information, or you can email me, chasingballgame at gmail.com. Here is the trend of the day. The Cowboys committed three turnovers against the Giants. The Giants had no turnovers. Over the past three years, there were 100 regular season games in which a team turned the ball over at least three times and had zero takeaways. Only three out of 100 of those teams one. That shows just how improbable that victory. Truth be told, I think that is a huge victory for the Cowboys. I love the fact that now they're going to be underrated because they're a very good team, and I'm going to look for chances to get on them in the near, fu in the near future. But alright, let's get to the picks. I know that's why you guys are here. I know that's what you waited for, so let's get it going. Today's pick segment, like always, brought to you by the good folks at BetOnline.ag. Sign up today at BetOnline.ag to bet on the game, and you will score a 75% bonus to use on Monday Night Football. Simply use the promo code COST75, C-O-S-T-75, and you can get up to $1,000 worth of sportsbook bonuses that will be added onto your bankroll instantly. All of my picks that are featured on the show, the current point spreads will be taken from BetOnline.ag. Sign up today. Get that big bonus. Let's talk football. I'm talking Eagles-Falcons first. Different team for the Falcons. We know them as a team that couldn't play defense, couldn't run the ball. You're going to see a vastly different team tonight. Of course, 
Quinn is the new uh, head coach. He comes over from Seattle where he basically built the best defense maybe ever to play football, if you're going to argue. Uh, it's right up there with the 85 Bears, if that's going to be your argument. Now they go out drafting. They grab Vic Beasley roaming the field. You're going to find Adrian Claiborne. He will wreak havoc with the opposition. Now all of a sudden they have a pass rushing preference in O'Brien Schofield. Look, don't go off perception from a season ago when you bet on these games. That's a big mistake. They can also run the ball. Tevin Coleman, he's been named the starter. He's going to be a good uh, matchup combination, two-headed monster type with Devontae Freeman in that backfield. Freeman's a well-rounded back. He should be in the lineup tonight. They have really, the Falcons that is, made a point of setting up the run, using their athletic linemen up front to push the ball. That's going to give protection for Matt Ryan. Look, Matt Ryan's a home dog. Matt Ryan is 9-5-1. That's 64% against the spread at home. On the flip side, Sam Bradford just 24-24-1 against, against the spread, 49 career games. And oh, by the way, in those 49 career games, he's only been a road favorite just once. So something to pay attention to. He's not used to this in this position. He hasn't played a lot in the preseason. The Eagles are overhyped because of their preseason, the numbers they put up. But guess what? That was the preseason, folks. Don't take into account. Take the Falcons and the points tonight. Now let's go to the second game, Vikings 49ers. I love this game. Look, the Vikings have only been a road favorite twice since 2011. 0-2 in those games, but it really doesn't matter. Colin Kaepernick, on the other hand, since he's been with the 49ers, they've never been a home underdog. 49ers are getting disrespected. Vikings getting too much respect, if you ask me. If you're going to look for something to watch here, watch the 49ers defensive coordinator, Eric Mangini. He's bringing out this new hybrid 3-4 scheme, but more importantly... He's very complex. He's going to send out a bunch of exotic looks. Teddy Bridgewater has not seen. This is a scheme that really is aggressive on multiple fronts. They're really confusing. Uh, Mangini's going to use a 3-3-5 or a 33-stack nickel defense. To me, this base defense it favors an extra strong safety, gives them a lot of flexibility. That's going to be big problems for Teddy Bridgewater. More importantly, on the flip side, the read option is back. The last time the read option on offense was in there for Colin Kaepernick, he had a monster day. Look for him to return to form, not only in this game, but throughout this year. It's going to be a big year for Colin Kaepernick. They're going to use more 21 personnel, which means two running backs, one tight end. You're going to see a lot of different looks. And look, if you're looking for trends, they're all over the place for both these teams, whether it's good or bad. I mean, if you think about it, Philadelphia Eagles going back to that game, just 3-10-1 against the spread in their last 14 games in September. This is going to be something you watch. These Both of these games are going to be great. It's an interesting scenario to get both of these teams as home underdogs. To me, look, the Vikings 0-6 get spread in the last six Monday night games, but you can argue that goes back to before Bridgewater. 49ers, more importantly, 4-0 against the spread in the last four games in week one. That means they start off strong. If you want to look at their Monday night record, how about 23-6 against the spread in the last 29 games on Monday night? To me, that is huge. That is monstrous. And that is why I am on both underdogs for Monday night. Take the points, both underdogs. That's it. I like to make it quick. Like I said, your time is important to me. And that's why I try to make this show quick. Thanks for listening in. We are going to make this show. Uh, we're going to get you a better schedule on when it will be put out on a daily basis. So you guys won't miss an episode. The few that have tuned in so far, I appreciate you. Please keep coming back. Spread the word. Thanks very much for taking the time to tune in. If you'd like to become an official chaser and be featured on this podcast, again, drop me a line. My email is chasingballgame at gmail.com or follow me on Twitter.
at Chasing Ball Game. Uh, I post information on the games. I post information that I get from you guys. And I like to get credit. I like to share the love because this show, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, it's all about sharing information. It's all about finding these ins and outs that you don't get. And plus, I like to give away bonuses while I get it. Like I talked about, betonline.ag. Go by there. Use the promo code COST75. Get a 75% bonus up to $1,000 worth of sports books bonuses. Tell them you heard about it, Chasing Ball Game. They love to give away free money. They're a great sports book. So, again, thank you for taking time to tune in. Enjoy your Monday Night Football, and remember to keep chasing that information. The chase is on, and I'll talk to you again soon. Have a good night.